the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. When Jesus Christ came to this earth, died on the cross, rose from the dead, John said, let me tell you something. It's something we touch. We've seen it. It does something to our senses. It's real. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. 64% say that God accepts the worship of all religions. What is wrong with these ministers today? Don't they know the first commandment? Thou shall have no other gods before me. There's 1,600 cults out there right now. Every one of them denies Jesus. You're not going to get to heaven that way. Jack Vanapie presents the stunning truth about Bible prophecy. Join the Vanapies this week. Sunday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1 and AM 910. Finding Faith Together, the new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN, also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is brought to you by EDI Travel. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Well, again, it is my privilege, my honor to welcome you to the program today. Thank you for making a decision to spend some time with us this afternoon Welcome to our listeners in Columbus, Ohio, on The Word, 880 AM and 104.5 FM. And, of course, welcome to our listeners in Tampa, Florida, on Faith Talk AM 570910 and FM 102.1. Welcome. It is indeed an honor to be your host this afternoon, I uh, I do my best to try to steer away from the, the politics. And the reason, you get that everywhere. I mean, you can turn in any talk show and it's going to be politics. Turn on the news, it's going to be politics. Uh, I try to steer away from that. We try, I try, uh, to deal with uh, spiritual issues, biblical issues, theological issues, things that deal with the church. 
in everything, uh, we try to evaluate current events, world events, from a biblical worldview. Uh, now, with, with that said, uh, there are times that uh, things in the political world do impact us, our nation, and are worthy of comment. So uh, I'm going to delve into some political issues, and we'll move on to other things. But uh, I am just incredibly fascinated and entertained at the response that the mainstream news media and the liberal left politically in America, how they are responding to President Trump at the NATO meetings in Brussels. Uh, if you look at the, if you look at most of the mainstream media, Donald Trump is embarrassing us. How could this man be a world leader? Oh my goodness, this is terrible. This is horrible. This is awful. Oh, he's so brash, and how dare he say? Oh my goodness, really? Now, if you haven't been following what happened at the NATO meeting this morning. I think it's great. I applaud the president, and I don't always applaud Donald Trump, but in this case, I certainly do. Uh, One big headline from one of the mainstream media sources, Donald Trump has tirade at NATO breakfast. Tirade? Here's another one. Watch Trump rips NATO in blistering speech. Well, it wasn't a speech. It wasn't a tirade. What caused all the controversy was the leaders of NATO were gathered for a breakfast. They're sitting at this big, long table. They're all sitting next to each other, and they're having breakfast. The press is there to record it and so forth, and... They're talking. They're just discussing things. And the uh, chairman of NATO asked Donald Trump a couple of questions because Donald Trump has been very public saying, hey, we're kind of tired of paying all the bill. You know, we're kind of tired of disproportionately paying the cost for NATO when it's supposed to be kind of an even Steven thing and we're paying for almost everything and we're defending all of you people and you're critical of us stabbing us in the back and I'm kind of tired of it. So the uh, the secretary of NATO uh, asked kind of a broad general question and Donald Trump, as Donald Trump can do, answers him. Very honestly, and he calls out several NATO nations specifically for not paying their share of the cost after promising to, and also being in bed with the Russians, particularly Germany. Here is uh, here's one of the news sources covering this. In a startling public outburst, and again, if you if you watch the video, it wasn't an outburst. He was never yelling. He was never screaming. He didn't even raise his voice. He's being emphatic. Donald Trump was being Donald Trump. It wasn't an outburst. He was responding to a question. All right, anyway. In a startling public outburst, Trump told NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, and I 
probably slaughtered the pronunciation, that Germany was wrong to support a new $11 billion Baltic Sea pipeline to import Russian gas while being slow to meet targets for contributing to NATO defense spending that was intended to protect Europe from Russia. Donald Trump said this, quote, We're supposed to be guarding against Russia, and Germany goes out and pays billions and billions of dollars a year to Russia. Well, uh, what's wrong with that if it is the truth? And by the way, it is. One of the major reasons why NATO was formed was to protect the NATO nations from the old Soviet Union and particularly Russia. NATO, one of the reasons why NATO exists is to protect these European, predominantly European nations from Russia. So, Donald Trump is saying, whoa, wait a minute, time out. We are spending billions and billions of dollars, U.S. dollars, to contribute to NATO to protect you from Russia. And Germany hands over $11 billion to Russia for gas. Trump went on and he said, quote, We're protecting Germany. We're protecting France. We're protecting all of these countries. And then numerous of the countries go out and make a pipeline deal with Russia where they're paying billions of dollars into the coffers of Russia. I think that's very inappropriate. If you look at it, Germany is a captive of Russia. They got rid of their coal plants. They got rid of their nuclear. They're getting so much of their oil and gas from Russia. I think that's something that NATO has to look at. It's very inappropriate. Well, there is nothing untrue about that. President Trump then went on to point out that most, the overwhelming majority of NATO countries are not paying their fair share. NATO has agreed from the beginning that each country is to pay 2% of their uh, gross domestic product into NATO for defense. 2%. Well, right now, 24 of the countries in NATO are below, some of them well below that limit, that goal, that every one of the countries signed an agreement. The U.S. makes up nearly 70% of what all NATO members spend on defense. One country, one nation, the United States, makes up 70% of what all NATO members spend on defense. Donald Trump is saying, whoa, wait a minute, time out. We are willing, ready to pay our fair share. We always have. We've always been here to defend you folks. But it's time you started doing your part. What is wrong with that? Is he blunt? Yeah. And by the way, by the way, Barack Obama said exactly the same thing. George W. Bush said exactly the same thing. Several news outlets outlets recognized that and admitted. Barack Obama said the same thing. 
George W. Bush said the same thing, but these major news outlets said, and this is almost a direct quote from one of them, they said the same thing, but they said it nicer. I'm not kidding. I'm not making that up. Well, yeah, Obama said the same thing, and George W. Bush said the same thing, but they said it nicer. Here's the problem. It didn't do anything. Obama said it. Bush said it. But these countries did not step up and take their fair share. All right, now, the mainstream media is screaming, yelling, crying, we're destroying our relationship with other nations. Oh, my goodness. We're going to lose all of our allies, and we're going to be standing all alone because of this president, okay? What is the result today of Donald Trump's blunt talk with NATO leaders. I'll give you the results when we return. Hey, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Maybe you don't agree, that's fine. 877-262-5483. We say names for God, and we say things that we're thankful for. That was Chloe, a first grader describing Bible time at Sarasota Christian School. Sarasota Christian is a Christ-centered school that instills values in children no matter what age. Now meet Colin from seventh grade. All of the teachers here are meant to teach. There are some teachers that you'll always remember, and you just have such a fun time with, and it makes learning fun. And here's Lauren. I have attended Sarasota Christian School since I was in kindergarten, and now I'm a senior. Sarasota Christian School is a fabulous place to get an education. It provides such a wonderful environment that nurtures learning, building relationships, and growing in your relationship with Christ at the same time. Send your child to Sarasota Christian School. Visit sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. God will take the Jewish people from the nations and gather them into their own land, sprinkle clean water on them, give them a new heart, a new spirit, and they will live in the land that God has given to our forefathers. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. I think what God has called us to do is not simply to tell our culture about God and about Jesus and about faith. I think that's important. Don't get me wrong. I think God wants us to be a living witness. Ray Vanderlaan on Focus on the Family Minute. And that's where I wonder sometimes if our shouting at people or being judgmental or maybe even worse in not being successful in living out our own faith If our marriages aren't living examples of what marriage looks like, how can we possibly have a message to give to our culture about what marriage is? If our businesses aren't run with integrity and with compassion and charity, how could we possibly bear witness to a broken world of what business ought to look like? Your life is a testimony 
be a living witness for God and hear more from Ray at FamilyMinute.org. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. God corrects us, disciplines us as believers in order to keep us from wrecking our lives. He wants to get us back into the center of His will and to make our life fruitful. The truth is, ungodly living doesn't even fit who we are. You and I have said we have trusted Jesus Christ as our Savior. He's our Master, Lord, and we are following Him. To follow Jesus Christ as Master and Lord, sin doesn't fit who we are. It doesn't mean that you and I will never sin again, but it simply means this. We won't be happy at it because living a righteous life, a godly life, walking in His Spirit, being obedient to Him, that's where peace, joy, happiness, contentment, and assurance, and confidence, and boldness, all of that is born out of a spirit of obedience. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at intouch.org. You know, there is a risk we take in putting grace into action. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. Oh, God will bless you. You can count on it. But you must also be prepared to be hurt. Count on that, too. Some of you provided wonderful homes for your children as they were growing up. You dealt with them graciously and maturely. You gave them room. And yet, in spite of all that... Some of you are going through desperate times right now. Does it help a little to know that God feels that kind of pain every day when so many abuse His offer of love and grace? Let His grace carry you through this if you are awaiting the return of a prodigal. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at godvine.com. I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Weekday mornings at 730, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website, ptvtoday.org, ptvtoday.org. All right, just a few more minutes on this NATO conference with uh, President Trump. And then at the bottom of the hour, we're going to switch gears completely. Dr. Everett Piper, president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University, will be my guest. And we will talk about the biblical foundation for immigration. Yeah, it'll be a fascinating conversation with Dr. Everett Piper He will be my guest at the bottom of the hour. All right, we're talking about the NATO meeting where uh, President Trump had a public outburst, a tirade. Again, I think any reasonable person that watches the video, and I encourage you to, it wasn't an outburst. It wasn't a tirade. 
he was responding in an animated way to the Secretary General of NATO who asked him some pointed questions, and he responded. And President Trump basically looked at all the people around the table, and instead of going behind their back, as previous presidents have done, again, Obama and George W. Bush publicly scolded NATO for not paying their fair share. Trump, instead of doing it behind their back, does it to their face. So he looks around this table at the leaders of NATO, and he says, hey, you know what? We like you people. We need this alliance. We love NATO. We have no plans on getting out. But we have been paying far more than our fair share. It is time you folks started paying up. What's wrong with that? In 2006, now when NATO was formed years ago, that was the deal. Each of the nations would pay their fair share. They haven't. In 2006, every member nation of NATO promised in writing, okay, we're going to put in at least 2% of our gross domestic product from now on. Well, hardly any of them have kept their word. Hardly any of them. I'm looking at a chart of the uh, percentage of gross domestic product contributed to NATO by different countries. 24 of the NATO countries do not pay their fair share. Poland, Romania, France, Lithuania, Norway, uh, Portugal, Canada. Canada? Yeah. Canada only pays 1.29%. Canada. Germany pays 1.24%. Denmark, 1.17%. Netherlands, 1.15%. Italy, 1.12%. Some of these, in fact, several of the countries pay less than 1% of their gross domestic product, in spite of the fact that in 2006, every single one of these countries agreed in writing to pitch in 2% of their gross domestic product. So, Donald Trump calls them to task and says, hey, you guys promised. You broke your word. My question, what is wrong with that? Well, the secular media is going, he can't do that. We're going to lose all of our allies, and we're going to be all alone, and we're all going to die. Well, the uh, Secretary General of NATO actually started this conversation at the breakfast this morning. He's the one that started it. He asked President Trump some questions. President Trump responded. Here is the official statement of the NATO Secretary General after this meeting. Quote, Of course, President Trump has a very direct language and message on defense spending. But fundamentally, we all agree. All of us agree that we need fairer burden sharing in the alliance. Um, Does that sound like we're isolating ourselves and driving all of our friends away? Can I read that to you again? Here's the official statement from the Secretary General of NATO after the tirade by the president. Quote, of course, President Trump has a very direct language and message on defense spending, but 
fundamentally, we all agree. All of us agree that we need fairer burden sharing in the alliance. The conclusion by the Secretary General, yeah, well, he was a little brash. He was a little uh, straightforward. But what he said was true. And we need to suck it up. And we need to start doing more of our part. Um, I don't know about you. I would say that was a big success on the president's part. I would say that was a win. Now, that's not the story you're going to get from NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, uh, MSNBC, Headline News. That is not the story you're going to get from the mainstream media. But that is from the horse's mouth. The Secretary General of NATO, after President Trump gave them a dress down, he says, uh, yeah, it was kind of blunt, but what he said was true, and uh, we're going to start doing our fair share. Good for you, Mr. President. Good for you. When we return, Dr. Everett Piper. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. SRN News, I'm Val Dior. After the day spent by President Trump pushing NATO members to commit more spending to defense, it's time to unwind as the President and First Lady Melania have dinner with NATO members and their spouses. The wife of a Wisconsin firefighter killed in a gas explosion says she couldn't have asked for a better husband. Sun Prairie Fire Department Captain Corey Barr killed Tuesday when a natural gas explosion leveled most of a city block, including the tavern that Barr owned. She says he lived by the motto, happy wife, happy life, the couple raising a pair of twin girls who just turned three. Eleven families detained and separated after they were caught crossing the U.S. border illegally returned home to Guatemala aboard a chartered flight. Their shoelaces taken as a security precaution. Immigration officials handed over paperwork to Guatemalan officials, and they'll be deported as well as dozens of others. The Dow ending down 219, NASDAQ down 43, S&P closing down 20. This is SRN News. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey. And we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, this is Tony Bunkley. As you may know, Bill's on the road to full recovery, and the whole family's looking forward to having you along on our pilgrimage to the Holy Land this November. Bill's worked closely with Boaz Shalgi and EDI Travel to craft an incredible itinerary. We traveled with EDI last year, and our trip was so inspirational. This time, we want you with us as we visit Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, even Petra in Jordan, and so much more. You can see it all, including Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy and a special dinner at Boaz Private Residence. As someone in the travel industry, let me say that this all-inclusive trip at just $3,925 is an incredible value. Join me, Bill and Zach, on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage, November 10th through the 19th. Call 813-515-1510. 
That's 813-515-1510. I'll personally answer all of your questions or check out all the details at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, this is Dan Celia from Financial Issues. I want to remind you that every day from 9 to noon, Financial Issues, we're going to take your financial questions. You're going to hear about the economy. You're going to hear a little bit about politics as it relates to the economy and your ability to be a good steward of all that God has given you. Financial Issues with Dan Celia, weekdays 9 to noon on our sister station, AM 1380, The Biz. John R. Mott received the Nobel Peace Prize in 1946 for strengthening Protestant Christian student organizations who were committed to advancing world peace. It's not surprising then that he said this about effectiveness. He who does the work is not so profitably employed as he who multiplies the doers. Jesus was a multiplier of doers. He trained 12 disciples to multiply his own ministry. We should do the same. Every parent knows it takes longer to teach a child to tie his own shoes, but in the long run, everyone is better off when doers are multiplied. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's laws of multiplication on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. Every second, someone turns to OnStar for help. OnStar Emergency, this is Judy. Hi, I just had an accident and I need an ambulance, please. Are you injured? I think I'm okay. I'm just scared. I'm pregnant. I'm, I'm eight months. Okay. I have you on Kel Lane and Nell. I'm going to get the 911 centers on the line. 911. My name is Judy with OnStar. Going to need police and medical at Kel and Nellis. My subscriber's been involved in an accident. I'll get help out to you. I should call my husband. I can't find my cell phone. Do you want me to call him for you? Will you please? Now you can add this kind of protection to your car with new OnStar FMV. Hello, is this Eddie? Yeah. It's Judy with OnStar. I'm going to bring you on to speak with your wife. Thank you for holding, ma'am. Go ahead. Your husband's on the line. I just had an accident. It was a bad hit. Are you okay? I'm just scared. Baby, I'm, I'm on my way. OnStar is built into many new vehicles, or you can add it to almost any car with new OnStar FMV. Visit OnStar.com for availability, system limitations, and details. I'm... Welcome back to Bobberty Live. Evidently, we're having some trouble making contact with Dr. Everett Piper. Uh, we will continue to try, and as soon as we can get him on the line, uh, we will do so. Evidently, we uh, again, we're having some problems making contact with Dr. Piper, and this is live radio. All right, again, welcome to Bobberty Live. Thank you for joining me. Uh, whether you are joining me here in Columbus on the word 880 AM and 104.5 FM or on Faith Talk AM 570, and FM 102.1. Uh, the world continues to rejoice in the uh, successful and safe rescue of the 12 soccer players in Thailand and their coach. The more we learn 
the more miraculous this recovery, this uh, extrication from the cave becomes. It is just an unbelievable feat accomplished by these divers, these rescuers from all over the world. It is miraculous that they were found, and the way they were brought out is nothing less than miraculous as well. All 12 boys and their 25-year-old coach are confined in a hospital in Thailand. They are in isolation and will be for several more days before they are able uh, to have personal contact with family members. Medical authorities are concerned about communicative diseases, uh, the immune system being suppressed by the amount of time in the cave. So they're being separated uh, from family members for several more days. It looks like probably in a week they will be released from the hospital. Uh, three of the boys are being treated for minor cases of pneumonia, uh, but even those boys are predicted that they will be discharged in about a week. Uh, doctors have said, quote, the recovery process should take around 30 days after they are discharged before they actually feel normal, if you will. But it's it's just a, a miraculous thing. Now, here's something really cool that I discovered about an hour ago. I didn't know. One of the boys that was trapped in the cave, one of those boys rescued from the cave, is a child sponsored through Compassion International. Most of you are familiar with Compassion International. Uh, We here at WRFD have worked with them before. And um, the boy's mother said this, Thank you so much for all prayers and all encouragement. Thank you, God. I'm really thankful that they found my son and all 13 are alive. I'm so happy and thankful to see my son again. Thank you so much to everyone who has been praying for us, the boys helping us. And uh, it gets even more interesting that the Compassion International Center was Beijing Church, which is just a short distance from the cave. This is where Compassion International has their headquarters in that area. And the church was actually used as one of the bases for the rescue. So at least one of these boys knows Christ as Savior and is sponsored through Compassion International, and the parents are acknowledging that it was God that uh, led the rescuers to them and so forth. Just a cool thing that I just found out about an hour ago. All right, and now we have Dr. Everett Piper on the line. Dr. Piper has been president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University for the past uh, 15 years, known for many things, probably most for his best-selling book, Not a Daycare. And uh, he hails from Michigan, but Dr. Piper was converted in Bowling Green, Ohio, but then he backslid, got his Ph.D. from Michigan State. But we will forgive him for that. Dr. Piper, again, welcome to the program. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me on. I have no idea how to respond to that conversion story that you just shared. Well, I, I mean, you did spend some time in Ohio, so I, you know, I just I assumed that's where you were truly converted. Now, how you well, that was, how you went back to the state up north, I have no idea. But 
I was reaching the lost, or at least I was attempting to do so when I spent that time in Ohio. Ah, yeah, okay. It is great to have you back on the program. I I love your work. I've told you this before. I loved your book. I love the original editorial uh, that started uh, your your uh, your your public. Uh, uh, side of your of your ministry that just went viral, not a daycare. But I was really taken by an editorial you wrote a couple of days ago about the left suddenly loving Leviticus. Uh, tell our listeners what brought that editorial about, because I loved it. Well, it's a commentary on this immigration debate and how I'm going to call it the left, the progressive establishment, somehow is in love with Levit- Leviticus because they keep reciting it over and over again on how we are supposed to care for the foreigner and the sojourner in our midst. And they cite the verses out of Leviticus that call upon the nation of Israel to do so. Um, it's a little ironic because that's the book that they've excoriated for years. I know. Hateful <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and bigoted uh, and closed-minded and, the you know, the, the icon. Of what it, of what's wrong with Christianity is all found in Leviticus, right? Yeah, well, all homo, all homophobia comes out of the Book of Leviticus, and now all of a sudden Absolutely. they love it. Yeah, well, they they love it because they're again misapplying Scripture. You know, there it does tell us that we are to take care of the foreigner and the sojourner in our midst. But what does the Hebrew word for foreigner and sojourner mean when we read it in Leviticus? It actually means convert, if you will. It means the individual who goes into a different country and actually converts to their laws, their ways. In other words, it's a legal immigrant who wants to become a citizen and says so. That's who Leviticus is referring to, not the person who ignores the laws and tries to circumvent them. And in fact, the story of the Bible is loaded with walls. They need to go read Nehemiah. Nehemiah obviously was building a wall because it was the right thing to do. And so the, the duplicity of the left and somehow falling in love with Leviticus and misapplying Scripture again, I just find awfully ironic. Yeah, it, it, it really is. And uh, there are three different Hebrew words that are translated sometimes stranger, foreigner, and so forth. And I'm anything but a Hebrew scholar. I had enough Hebrew in school to be dangerous. But it's my understanding that of those three Hebrew words, only one of them, refers to a legal immigrant, and and the thrust of it is they assimilate into the Jewish culture. They, they agree to keep Jewish law, Jewish tradition. They assimilate into the culture, and it is anything but just a willy-nilly open border uh, policy, Absolutely. correct? It's anything but a carte blanche open border. In fact, it would be the same as someone entering our country and agreeing to go through all the required procedures and processes to assimilate, use your language, and not, in other words, to become a citizen. And then you welcome that person as if they are adopted as your own. It has nothing to do with open borders. It has nothing to do with allowing people to enter your country under uh, the skies, if you will, under the dark of night and circumventing your laws and your procedures for entering the country as a citizen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what What is your suggested response to our listeners who are living, to, to who are listening, and have have a liberal friend, a liberal family member who is throwing this in their face? Doesn't the Bible say that we are to welcome strangers, welcome foreigners? I thought you believed the Bible. 
What is your suggested response in a loving, kind way to friends, neighbors, family members who are misusing Scripture? I would say, yes, I do believe in the Bible, and I believe in the Bible literally. And what I mean by literally is I believe in it as literature. I believe there is descriptive literature, there's prescriptive literature, there's proscriptive literature, there's poetry, there's prose, there's prophecy, and there are parables. And we interpret all of those as literature literally. And we need to look at Leviticus and read it accurately. And yes, that's the way to honor any book, is to understand what the author intended it and read it and read it in uh, in accordance with the actual language that was used, kind of like the debate over the Constitution right now. Are you a constitutionalist that believes in the original document? Do you believe in the original language? Or are you going to deconstruct it and have it and claim that it's somehow a living document that can be uh, reconstructed in your own image, in your own image, if you will? So yes, I do believe in the Bible. Another question I would ask those people that are uh, challenging us right now is, do you lock your own house? Do you lock your front door? Or do you just leave it open? Do you lock your car? Do you believe in securing your home and taking care of the people that are under your charge? And everybody would say, yes, I do. Well, then why is it wrong to do the same with our nation? Excellent. Excellent. And with that, we must take a break. We're talking with Dr. Everett Piper the president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University. He has written recently an excellent editorial on how the left has suddenly become in love with the book of Leviticus. Stay tuned. You're listening to Bob Birdie Live. We will return in just a moment. for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, 
images and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's godvine.com. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. What is the real meaning of the separation of church and state? This is Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow. Hi, Jay. Thanks for working for all of us in the United sure. States. Uh, the question is this. Uh, just a, a brief understanding, this term that we hear quite a bit every now and then from lawyers and, and even people of uh, your st- statue, is this term, this wall of separation between church and state. Could you comment on the statement regarding the ignorance behind the statement and why? It's being used as a way to get any religious reference out of American public life. But it's been a misunderstanding. I think the court's gotten it backwards in so many cases. And more recently, in the last few years, it's been very difficult to win a religion case at the Supreme Court. Of the United States. Again, we've got great resources. I encourage you to go to ACLJ.org. The American Center for Law and Justice is here to defend our religious liberties. Learn more about the American Center for Law and Justice on our website at ACLJ.org. That's ACLJ.org. This is Hugh Hewitt for Town Hall Review. If you're like me, you want more than just facts. You want insight from people you trust. People like Dennis Prager, Michael Bedved, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, and of course me. Your host each week on the Town Hall Review, a weekly roundup of the news. Tune in each week and visit our website at townhallreview.com. That's townhallreview.com. Sunday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Weekday mornings at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website, ptvtoday.org, ptvtoday.org. Well, again, it is my privilege to welcome Dr. Everett Piper to the program, President of Oklahoma Wesleyan University, and the author of, I think, a very insightful editorial a few days ago, Suddenly the Left Loves Leviticus. It's uh, been printed in the Washington Times. It's all over the Internet. It'll be posted on my Facebook page as well. Dr. Piper, again, welcome back to the program. Oh, 
again, thanks for having me on. We conservatives are often painted by the left as a bunch of heartless, cold people who just don't care. Dr. Piper, shouldn't we be concerned about children separated from their parents at the border? The left is portraying us as we just we just don't care about those poor little children. What is the truth? Well, I think what we have to do when we're looking at these stories is we have to make sure that we're getting the facts. For example, we know now that many of the pictures that were used of those children were of 2014. They weren't recent. So they're not even accurate in terms of what's currently going on, per se. We also know that the Time Magazine photo was a photo of a kid that had only a little girl or boy, I can't remember which, that had only been separated for a few seconds, if not a few minutes, from his mother. And, of course, he was crying during that time frame. So we've got to make sure we got the facts, number one. Number two... We need to then clarify our terms. Yes, we care about children. We care, we care about children being trafficked. We care about coyotes using children to gain entry to the country. We care about children that are being sexually abused and sold and trafficked as sex slaves. And therefore, when they come into our country, we want to make sure we know who they are and that the adult that is with them is legitimate. And we need to vet them accordingly. And sometimes that means we need to separate them during that process. And we certainly shouldn't put them in the same facility with the coyote or the sex trafficker that is responsible for bringing them into the country in the first place. So if we really care about children and love those children, sometimes we have to do the difficult thing and take the time necessary to figure out what the truth really is. Well, and I think the thing that is omitted by the mainstream media and the liberal left is that the parents or the adults, whoever they are, are violating our federal laws. They are violating our laws. If a person is arrested for drug possession, they will be put into jail and they will be separated from their parents. If someone robs the corner grocery store, they are arrested. They are separated from their children. These adults are violating our federal law and is often the case they surrender their privilege of being with their children at least for a time am i am i going overboard on that oh absolutely not and i can i can carry your example one step further we have the foster care situation uh system in our country where we're separating kids from parents all the time for good reason it's because the kids need to have the protection that comes with that separation, and it's sometimes difficult and awkward. We have thousands of kids that are separated from their parents on an annual basis. It's called foster care, and we don't see the left screaming bloody murder over that because it's not newsworthy. So have we made mistakes at the border? Surely we have. Have we made mistakes in foster care? Surely we have. But is the intent to do what's right for the kids by making sure that they're not abused by adults? That's the point. And it is also true that this was done in the Obama administration. It was also done in the George W. Bush administration. This is not this is not anything new, nor is it in to a greater extent than previous administrations. Uh, did, did you see the church in Indianapolis that put the Holy Family, they, they took their nativity scene that they used for Christmas and put it in a, a chain link fence with barbed wire? Did you see that? I didn't see it, but I've heard these stories, and it's just nonsense. Yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah, a church in Indianapolis 
They, yeah, they, they said they duplicated a detention center. They put up a chain link fence on the, on the front lawn of the church, put barbed wire around it, and then they put their nativity scene, Mary Joseph and the baby Jesus in the middle, and said, that's what we're doing to these poor babies down at the border. It is, Dr. Piper, the, the, liberal, the liberal left is losing their mind. I mean, they well, really are. And that's hurt. That church was demonstrating its biblical illiteracy, because when Mary and Joseph took the baby Jesus and fled King Herod and entered into Egypt, there's nothing in the biblical narrative that tells us that they were illegal immigrants as they did so. As far as we know from that narrative, they entered Egypt legally, not in the dark of night, not secretively, not breaking the law. So why in the world would we equate illegal immigration with what Mary and Joseph did with Jesus? That demonstrates nothing but biblical illiteracy. So you don't think they climbed over the Sphinx or a pyramid? (laughs) I don't see it in the word. Hey, (laughs) our time is just about over, but I've got to ask you, Brett Kavanaugh, what is your opinion? Most conservatives are pretty happy, although not all are. I would love to hear your personal opinion on uh, the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh. I'll go with Ben Shapiro. He said it may not be a home run, but it's a double, and it's a lot better than getting hit in the head with a fast pitch by Hillary Clinton. <laughs> uh, I like that. Uh, did you hear that the American Family Association at first came out publicly opposing, and then they reversed themselves? I'm glad they reversed themselves. I didn't know that because I think that would be a mistake. Yeah, we th- see a lot. We see a lot in Kavanaugh. It's good. We have some questions. But again, I think Shapiro's right. This may not be a home run. We don't know yet. But it's pretty clear it's a double. So let's celebrate the double. All right. And I went in the in the interview. You have you have found yourself in the midst of a, a hurricane of controversy over and over and over again. And we've only got about twenty seconds. But how can my listeners pray for you? Pray for uh, courage and pray pray for partners, alignment, people that will stand together, and uh, there's strength in numbers. So I think we should pray for everybody that's on the front line. Yeah. Don't let them stand alone. Stand shoulder to shoulder as shoulder the body of Christ. Well, you certainly are on the front lines, and it's always an honor and a privilege to have you on the program. God bless you, and I assure you, my listeners will be praying for you. Blessings and thank you. Dr. Everett Piper, president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University. You pray for him. We'll be right back. If you'd like to learn more about Bob Bernie Live, visit our website, thewordcolumbus.com. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. 
Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump is giving conflicting messages about Germany at the NATO summit in Brussels. The president publicly criticized Germany. Germany is totally controlled by Russia because they will be getting from 60 to 70 percent of their energy from Russia and a new pipeline. And you tell me if that's appropriate, because I think it's not. Then the president met face to face with Angela Merkel. We have a very, very good relationship with the chancellor. We have a tremendous relationship with Germany. He congratulated Merkel for Germany's tremendous success. Merkel responded through an interpreter. We are partners, we're good partners, and we wish to continue to cooperate in the future. President Trump told reporters he and Merkel discussed the pipeline during their meeting. He did not elaborate. I'm Ed Donahue. A former FBI attorney who exchanged anti-Trump texts with an FBI agent has defied a congressional subpoena seeking her testimony. The lawyer for Lisa Page says she won't honor the subpoena because the Judiciary Committee failed to provide her with details about the scope of the questions. Committee members were hoping to question Page ahead of tomorrow's public testimony by former counterintelligence agent Peter Strzok. The two exchanged anti-Trump text messages that Republicans cite as evidence that bias was behind the agency's probe of the Trump campaign. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh returned to Capitol Hill today for a round of meetings with key Republican senators. A crucial vote, Alaska's Lisa Murkowski says she's formulating questions for Kavanaugh as she considers his nomination. I think we're all still learning a lot more about what he has been involved in, uh, the, the varying opinions that are out there. But again, that's going to... Uh, The homework that I do this weekend is going to help frame some of that. Wall Street plunged today as the Dow was down by 219 points to 24,700. The Nasdaq lower by 43. More on these stories at townhall.com. My story includes multiple physical and emotional affairs. Every day, men struggle with sexual integrity. Impure thoughts, strip clubs, pornography. My wife found out that I had betrayed her. She insisted that I would go to the every man's battle. I had some idea, perhaps, of, of um, you know what to expect, but I had no idea that it would have the impact on me that it did. There's just something about the way that you meet in a large group and then the smaller breakout groups. And the sharing is just something that I've never experienced before. To register or to find out more, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433 or log on to newlife.com. This is the first time in my life that I ever felt comfortable in sharing the real me with other men. In my mind, it is one of the most critical things that a guy can do in his recovery. 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Britain's top counterterrorism police officer says the nerve agent Novichok could remain active for 50 years if kept in a sealed container. The Metropolitan Police's Neil Basu says based on what officials now know about Novichok, he cannot yet guarantee there are no traces of the lethal poison in southwestern England. Basu has told residents of the Amesbury area police are searching for the container that held the nerve agent, believed to have poisoned two people on June 30. Basu, however, says there's so far no definitive forensic proof that the Novichok that poisoned to death Dawn Sturgis and severely injured Charlie Rowley came from the same batch used in March against ex-Russian spy Sergei Skripal and his daughter Yulia. Charles Duladesma, London. British police have spoken briefly to the surviving victim of the nerve agent poisoning. 
as they try to uncover how he and his girlfriend were exposed to the deadly toxin. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Media mogul Rupert Murdoch's 21st Century Fox has increased its bid to take full control of Sky in its prolonged battle with Comcast for the lucrative pay TV service. Fox has increased its bid to $18.58 a share as it seeks the 61% of Sky not already under its control. The company says this is 12% higher than the last bid from U.S.-based Comcast. The new bid values Sky at $32.5 billion. Fox has increased its bid by just over 30% since its first offer in December 2016. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting, Murdoch's company still faces significant regulatory battles in Britain, including the Culture Secretary's statement that Fox would have to divest itself of Sky News to win government approval because of concerns about media plurality. Murdoch also recently sold the bulk of its movie and television brand 21st Century Fox to the Walt Disney Company for $52 billion. He keeps his Fox News channel. More at townhall.com. We're here to give you strength between Sundays. So he reveals himself to this Abraham. God says to him, I'm going to, through you and your descendants, build and establish a nation. We're here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Looking to further your career as an electrician? Don't do it yourself. Team up with Mr. Sparky instead. We offer electricians of all levels great perks that you just won't get going in alone, like health, dental, and vision, and paid time off. So apply today and turn your dream job into a reality. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Terms and conditions may apply. Call for details. Independently owned and operated. Licensed in the respective state or county. Finding faith together. The new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is brought to you by EDI Travel. This is Bob Bernie filling in for my friend Bill Bunkley here on Faith Talk 570 FM now, 102.1 and AM 910. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bobberty Live. Thank you for joining me. Whether you are listening in Tampa, Florida on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1, or if you are listening on The Word in Columbus, Ohio on 880 AM and 104.5 FM, I welcome you. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your host this afternoon. Thank you. Uh, I've I've got a a wonderful story here about the Fermi Paradox. Now, some of you will know exactly what I'm talking about, the Fermi Paradox. Others will not. I'll explain it in just a moment. But first, folks, if if you have not read the book of Colossians in the New Testament recently, read it. Um, I'm going through the New Testament again in my uh, in my morning devotions, and uh, particularly early. This I am not I am not a morning person. Never have been. Probably never will be. Uh, anymore, I'm not much of a night person either. But I, I have never been I'm a morning person. I mean, you know, occasionally I have to get up really early, but never like it. This, but we have a puppy. 
need I say more, 5.30 this morning. 5, 5.30. And I, I realize many of you are up, you know, at 5 o'clock, and you've already had three hours of Bible study and walked six miles, and, you know, and all that. Uh, not me. But 5.30 this morning, the puppy wants up and out. And when the puppy wants up and out, you get up and put them out. So anyway, I had my devotions a little earlier than usual this morning, and I'm in Colossians. And my goodness, I I can't tell you how many times I've read the book of Colossians. Through the years, literally hundreds, not an exaggeration. I have read the book of Colossians hundreds of times. And yet this morning, it was like I had never read it. It was so fresh, so refreshing. What incredibly encouraging truth Paul gives to us out of a prison. I mean, when you realize Paul is writing that book to the church at Colossae from a prison, and it is filled with with contentment and joy and peace and, and, and excitement and contentment. It is such an incredible book. Um, some of you know, most of you probably don't. I, I pastored for 25 years and was constantly, during the entire 25 years that I was pastoring, I was always in a sermon series. Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and usually Wednesday night, I was usually in a verse-by-verse expository series on a book of the Bible. And uh, now I am preaching probably as much or more than I was when I'm when I was pastoring, my wife and I are out almost every weekend through our little ministry, Cross Power Ministry. So I'm preaching a lot, probably not, maybe not quite as much as I was when I was pastoring, but I'm constantly preaching. But I do not have the opportunity to do a meaty, in-depth, expository series like I did for 25 years. And as I was reading through the book of Colossians this morning, I just thought, oh, I would love to do a series on the book of Colossians because it is so rich, it is so deep theologically, and yet it is so unbelievably practical. Of all of the Pauline epistles, Colossians, Philippians and Colossians, but probably Colossians even more, is so utterly practical and applicable. And I just encourage you folks, um, if you haven't read through Colossians recently and you're discouraged in any way, get your Bible, sit down, find a quiet place, and you can read the entire book, 15, 20 minutes, you can read the entire book of Colossians. And it's just incredible. And if you're... uh, if you're looking for a, a, a wonderful commentary, may I recommend to you any of the commentaries by the late Dr. John Phillips? Um, he did a series called Exploring, and there was Exploring Genesis, Exploring Exodus, Exploring uh, Matthew, Exploring and Exploring Colossians. Uh, they're still in print. They're not as popular as they once were because Dr. Phillips died a few years ago, but his commentaries, every one of them, 
are just solid gold. They're deep theologically and yet absolutely practical and applicable. And his commentary, his devotional commentary on Colossians, exploring Colossians, is particularly rich. I know you can find it at Amazon.com. Dr. John Phillips, Exploring Colossians. Any, you know, years and years ago, when I first was going into the ministry, I had a mentor by the name of Mel Sabaka. Mel Sabaka was um, um, a crusty old guy. He was a youth pastor here in the state of Ohio. Crusty old dude. He had been a probation officer. You'd think he ate rusty nails for breakfast. But God got a hold of his life, changed him, turned him inside out, upside down. And uh, he was one of my mentors. He's in heaven now. But way back when I was first beginning in ministry, I said, Mel, tell me some authors that, you know, that will really help me. And years ago, he said, get Phillips, get Phillips, anything by Phillips. Put your hands on anything by John Phillips. Well, I started doing that, and then later, my wife and I had the incredible privilege of becoming very dear friends with Dr. John Phillips and his dear wife, Betty, and uh, we were dear friends. Uh, Dr. Phillips got Alzheimer's, died a few years ago. His wife is still doing well. I talked to her just a few weeks ago, but just, just a recommendation, get your hands on anything by Dr. John Phillips particularly the book of Colossians, just so unbelievably rich. And when I, when I was reading through this morning, I thought, i, I got to tell the listeners just to, I mean, every book of the Bible is wonderful. It's special. Every book is the inspired, infallible, inerrant word of God. But I, but I do have some favorites. And uh, the book of Colossians is just so unbelievably life-changing. All right. I I did not intend to spend that much time on that. Uh, I want to talk about the Fermi paradox. The Fermi paradox. I came across a fascinating article. Uh, one of my hobbies is, is science and scripture. I'm not an expert on anything. I don't pretend to be an expert, but it's been kind of my hobby through the years to look at science and the Bible, science and scripture. And I have learned through the years, true science, real science always falls in line with scripture. Now, sometimes it takes several years for science to get around to understanding the truth of scripture, but real science always comes around. Real science never contradicts scripture, never. Well, the Fermi paradox, I came across an article And the headline, we may have answered the Fermi paradox, caught my attention. It's fascinating. I'll share it with you when we return. We need to take a break. You're listening to Bob Birdie Live. My telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483.
Catch your second wind with encouragement from Scripture. Weekdays at 2 p.m. It's Know the Truth with Philip DeCourcy. Whatever happens in the morning and the afternoon and night, all may change, but Jesus never. And at 2.30, verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. When it comes to obedience to God's Word, is do what the Word says and let the chips fall where they may. Strength throughout the day. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it, so do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book, see it on Amazon, be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications. The same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. You love the Bible. You read the stories as a child. What if you could see them come to life? In Israel, black and white scriptures transform into powerful living color. Picture this. Yesterday, you stood at the Sea of Galilee and were baptized in the Jordan River. 
Today, you explore the remains of Nazareth. Tomorrow, on to Jerusalem, where every path leads toward the life of Christ and the story of God's purpose on earth. These moments can be yours when you join Tony and Lois Evans for Experience Israel 2018, November 7th through 16th. Come experience the legendary land of Israel and be led into the presence of God. Accompanied by gifted worship artists Anthony Evans and Meredith Andrews, your time in Israel is sure to be rich with spiritual meaning and impact. Visit letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Or call 855-448-7226 and book your journey to Israel today. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? Find a job you can believe in and get excited about at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings. They connect devoted people like you with thoughtful employers that share your values. Once you log on and see the quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Log on to ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570, 910-FM 102.1. Weekday mornings at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffers. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website, ptvtoday.org, ptvtoday.org. Scientists for several years have been debating what is called the Fermi Paradox. This is a uh, a paradox put forth by physicist Enrico Fermi before he died back in 1954. And uh, I'll, I'll explain what it is. But what prompted my uh, my curiosity with this is uh, an article I came across a couple of days ago. Headline, We May Have Answered the Fermi Paradox. It's an article about researchers at Oxford University's Future of Humanity Institute. And uh, these physicists, um, astrophysicists, uh, have gotten together and they have come up with what they believe is the answer to the Fermi Paradox. Now, let me tell you what the Fermi Paradox is, if you're not familiar with it, and then I will tell you what the answer to the Fermi Paradox is. All right, here is what the Fermi Paradox is. It's named after physicist Enrico Fermi, and it is, and I'm, and I'm quoting from the official definition, the apparent contradiction between the lack of evidence and high-probability estimates for the existence of extraterrestrial civilizations. It's, uh, it can be summarized with this, the, in, in Rico, the, the Fermi paradox. Pardon me. Number one, there are billions of stars in the galaxy that are similar to the sun, and many of these stars are billions of years older than the solar system. Number two, with high probability, some of these stars have Earth-like planets and if the Earth is typical, some or many may have developed intelligent life. Three, some of these civilizations may have developed interstellar travel. 
a step the Earth is investigating now. And number four, even at the slow pace of currently envisioned interstellar travel, the Milky Way galaxy could be completely traversed in a few million years. So here's what it says. The Fermi paradox says that if evolution is true, then wherever there are similar conditions to the Earth millions of years ago, life would form. If evolution is really true, if you put the right conditions, the right chemicals, the right temperature, uh, the right atmosphere, and you add a few million years, then life should always form if evolution is true. Therefore, there are billions and billions and billions of stars in the universe, and many of those stars have Earth-like planets with similar atmosphere and so on and so forth. So therefore, there should be not just life, there should be intelligent life all over the universe. There should be. And if there is intelligent life all over the universe, then we should be hearing from at least some of them. In other words, the, the probability is that by now we should have heard from somebody out there, and yet we haven't. We, for years and years and years, have been sending signals out into space trying to make contact with other civilizations. The Fermi paradox states that if evolution is really true, then there must be many, many, many other civilizations like ours that have evolved similar to ours, have intelligence, and they will be sending signals to us, and we should have heard from some of them by now. Quote, according to this line of reasoning, the Earth should have already been visited by extraterrestrial aliens. In an informal conversation, Fermi noted no convincing evidence of this, leading him to ask, where is everybody? Quote, there have been many attempts to explain the Fermi paradox, primarily either suggesting that intelligent extraterrestrial life is extremely rare or proposing reasons that such civilizations have not contacted or visited Earth. Thus lies the paradox. If evolution is true, why aren't we hearing from anybody? Why haven't we discovered anything? And that's why NASA and the the scientific community are trying so desperately to find some form of ancient life. Because literally, the theory of evolution hangs on this. Well, that's why this headline caught my attention. Again, this is not from some Christian organization. This is from researchers at Oxford University's Future of Humanity Institute. The headline, I read it to you, but I didn't read all of it. Here's the headline. We may have answered the Fermi paradox. We are alone in the universe. Here's a little bit of the article. Alien life should be everywhere. 
The sheer abundance of stars in the universe, the number far outstrips the total number of grains of sand on every beach on the Earth, suggests that somewhere an intelligent life form should be warming itself on a distant planet, even if life evolves rarely. E.T. should be phoning. Yet, by all appearances, humanity seems to be flying solo in our galaxy and perhaps the universe. Many solutions have been proposed to solve this riddle known as the Fermi Paradox. The aliens are hiding. They've entered suspended animation until more propitious conditions arise. A great filter makes the leap from life to intelligent life improbable, if not impossible. Or maybe they've just blown themselves up. Researchers of Oxford University's Future of Humanity Institute have another answer. It's likely... Intelligent life doesn't exist at all outside of Earth. In a paper submitted to the Proceedings of the Royal Society of London, the researchers uh, seem to detect uh, any signs of it. In other words, there is no need to speculate about the fate of aliens. It's likely they've never existed, they assert in the paper, titled Dissolving the Fermi paradox. Um, And then it it goes on and talks about this research by this research organization at Oxford University. I just found this quite fascinating because these secular scientific researchers are saying, you know what, maybe we should just stop looking for other life and just conclude It doesn't exist anywhere else, and we're alone. Now, why won't the scientific community accept this? Because it puts a huge, huge hole in evolution. To say that we are unique would far more support a creation model that we are uniquely created by a God, unique and alone, rather than by happenstance through evolution. Fascinating. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Poland's President Andrzej Duda and President Donald Trump have spoken on the sidelines of a NATO summit in Brussels about strengthening military cooperation. The talk comes as Poland is lobbying to have thousands of American troops permanently stationed in Poland as a deterrent against a resurgent Russia. Migrants attempting to cross the U.S.-Mexico border often arrive with little more than the clothes on their backs, but the few belongings they bring often include evidence intended to help them seek asylum, including audio recordings, crime scene photos, police paperwork, and even medical examiner records. Immigrant families hope these documents help demonstrate to U.S. authorities the dangers they're trying to escape back home. Threats of new tariffs sent Wall Street tumbling today. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down by 219 points. The Nasdaq dropping 43. The S&P lower by 20. Oil plunging to 70. 38 a barrel. More details at srnnews.com. Get an early start with God's Word. Weekday mornings at 6, it's Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. There is no condemnation for those who know Christ Jesus. That salvation is forever. And it's 6.30... 
Grace to you with John MacArthur. God is choosing an heir. Think of your salvation that way. He chose you to be an heir of everything that he possesses. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. But but I've learned that as I say no, my resolve is strengthened. Then when sin comes, I can say no because I've disciplined myself to say no. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. You love the Bible. You read the stories as a child. What if you could see them come to life? In Israel, black and white scriptures transform into powerful living color. Picture this. Yesterday, you stood at the Sea of Galilee and were baptized in the Jordan River. Today, you explore the remains of Nazareth. Tomorrow, on to Jerusalem, where every path leads toward the life of Christ and the story of God's purpose on earth. These moments can be yours when you join Tony and Lois Evans for Experience Israel 2018, November 7th through 16th. Come experience the legendary land of Israel and be led into the presence of God. Accompanied by gifted worship artists Anthony Evans and Meredith Andrews, your time in Israel is sure to be rich with spiritual meaning and impact. Visit letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Or call 855-448-7226 and book your journey to Israel today. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. Hi, this is Tony Bunkley. As you may know, Bill's on the road to full recovery, and the whole family's looking forward to having you along on our pilgrimage to the Holy Land this November. Bill's worked closely with Boaz Shalgi and EDI Travel to craft an incredible itinerary. We traveled with EDI last year, and our trip was so inspirational. This time, we want you with us as we visit Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, even Petra in Jordan, and so much more. You can see it all, including Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy and a special dinner at Boaz Private Residence. As someone in the travel industry, let me say that this all-inclusive trip at just $3,925 is an incredible value. Join me, Bill and Zach, on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage, November 10th through the 19th. Call 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. I'll personally answer all of your questions or check out all the details at letstalkfaith.com. If you'd like to learn more about Bob Bernie Live, visit our website, thewordcolumbus.com, thewordcolumbus.com. Genetics and so forth, you would think 
that there would be more and more and more evidence for evolution, and it's it's just the opposite. It is getting harder and harder and harder. Uh, it just reminds me of this. Do not ever be embarrassed or ashamed to say that you believe the Bible. Don't, don't ever be embarrassed. Christians so often are so timid and shy. Well, yeah, I'm... I, I, I believe the I believe the Bible, but I, I don't tell anybody. My goodness, folks, don't ever be embarrassed or ashamed. I was going to do this. Can I? Let me tell you a quick story. All right, just just a quick story from this has been from several years ago. My wife and I were in youth work for several years before uh, pastoring. We were in uh, in Wichita, Kansas. God gave us a wonderful youth ministry there. Uh, and it's been a long time ago, and that was back when, uh, you know, a youth pastor could actually go into a public school, have lunch with the kids, and so forth. Well, in this particular instance, I was invited to do an assembly at a public school in Kansas and talk about the Bible. Well, I'll try to make a long story short. Um, the kids were all in the in the stands, you know, uh, the assembly. The kids were in the bleachers, and I was down on the floor with the microphones on. And I walk in, and I've I've got my Bible, my pretty big Bible, and I, I can see a, a bunch of the kids kind of snickering. Oh no, we got some religious nut job. He's got his Bible, and he's here, you know. It's, and I was okay. So I got up, hey, how you doing, guys? Yeah, hey, I'm glad to be here. Here's my name and so on. I'm youth pastor at, uh, at uh, such and such a church and so forth. And uh, I said, uh, I, I noticed some of you uh, kind of, you know, laughing because I, 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 got a, I got a Bible here. I said, that's okay. I said, now, let me, let me just ask you a question just to get started here, all right? I, I like to see a show of hands. I said, on... Uh, just purely on science, which would you rather trust? The Bible that I'm holding in my hand or your science textbook? All right, how many of you would trust the Bible? Almost no one. How many of you would trust your science textbook? Almost everyone. I said, all right, now let's do a little experiment. Uh, how many of you have a science textbook with you here in the assembly? And some of the kids, you know, probably had as their next class or whatever. And a whole bunch of kids raised their hands, and I said, okay. I said, now, open up your science textbook, if you have it with you, and I want you to give me the oldest copyright date. I want to find the oldest science textbook here in this assembly today. So the kids are looking through, you know, and somebody says, ah, mine's a, a year old. Some said, ah, mine's two years old. And and finally, some kids said, again, this has been a long time ago. I think it was like eight years old, which for a science textbook is ancient, you know. And if again, if I recall correctly, it was like eight years old. I said, hmm, that's interesting. Now, why is it that the very oldest science textbook is only eight years old. I mean, many of you guys will have literature books that'll be 10, 15, 20 years old. You're, you'll have math textbooks that are 10, 15, 20 years old. I mean, they may be revised and updated, but the original copyright. So why is it that with a science textbook, 
Eight years is old, antiquated, out of date. Well, this kid stood up, and he said, uh, well, and he, he begins to wax eloquent. He says, well, that's one of the beauties of science. Science is completely changing. It's constantly evolving. We are constantly gaining new knowledge, new theories. And that means that every two to three years, we must update our science textbooks because in just a few years, they're antiquated. They're out of date. We can't use them anymore because of the beauty and the wonder of the new discoveries with science. I said, oh, wow, that's interesting. So I said to the kid, I said, um, so that means then that the science textbook that you want to trust more than my Bible will be almost useless in seven or eight years. We won't even be able to use it because of so many new discoveries, different discoveries, and theories that were thought true then are proven to be false and so on. So in other words... In six, seven, eight years, that book that almost all of you said you would put your trust in will be obsolete in seven or eight years. Do I get that straight? I said, okay. Now, my Bible that I'm holding here, the newest part is 2,000 years old. That's the newest part. Some of it's like 4,000 years old. I said, okay. Now. It was not written as a science textbook, but I said the Bible is filled with scientific fact. The water cycle that was not discovered until the mid-1800s is described in great detail in Ecclesiastes chapter 1. When all the rest of the major civilizations of the world had cosmologies like the earth was uh, sitting on the back of a giant turtle. It was sitting on the back of an elephant floating through the cosmic universe. The cosmologies of ancient Greece and Rome and, and Egypt, we laugh at them today. And yet the Bible over 3,000 years ago talked about the circle of the earth, stating clearly that the earth was round The Bible more than 3,000 years ago did not give us a cosmology of uh, the earth sitting upon the back of a turtle, sitting on the back of an elephant. The Bible says that the earth hangs upon nothing. I said, no. As I said, the Bible is not written as a science textbook, but it is filled with scientific fact. I would challenge anybody here, give me one scientific error in the Bible. And there was this strange silence. I said, I'm waiting. Somebody, somebody give me one scientific error in the Bible. Crickets. Nobody said anything. I said, no, that's interesting. Now, I want you to think about this. Almost all of you said that you would put your faith and trust your confidence in a book that will be obsolete in six, seven, eight years. I am putting my faith and trust in a book that has not changed in 2,000 years, 
And it is just truthful, just as truthful, just as relevant, just as accurate today as when it was finished 2,000 years ago. I said, now I want you to think about that. Well, at that point, I had their attention. And I don't remember what I spoke on, to be honest. But at that point, I had the attention of those teenagers in that high school. Now, you couldn't do that today, obviously. And as I said, I'm not a real bright person. I'm not a super intellect. I am Mr. Joe Average. I'm not an expert on anything. But I have dedicated my entire life to the Bible, God's Word. My hillbilly Missouri preacher from Southern California, and he was, he was a Missouri hillbilly that was my pastor, not an educated man, but an extremely intelligent man, and I think most of you know what I mean by that, used to say constantly to us young people, to us kids in the church, he'd say, young people, that Bible you hold in your hand is more up to date than tomorrow morning's newspaper. And you know what? He was right. As I said, don't ever be embarrassed to say that you believe the Bible, every word of it. Don't ever be ashamed or embarrassed. All right. We'll take, uh, we'll take the final break, and we'll wrap things up. We'll return. encouragement here weekday mornings at nine it's moving forward with dr stephen rummage what a great opportunity for you to share christ with your child just by telling them i know i'm going to heaven here's why and at 9 30 know the truth with philip de the devil wants us to sin because he would rather fight us in our strength and the power of the holy spirit strength for your morning faith talk am 570 am 910 and fm 102.1 Learning about God in the school makes it easier to live for God outside of school. I love that I'm able to be a Christian and not have to worry about what other people think of me. Sarasota Christian School is a faith-based Christian school that instills values in children pre-K to 12th grade. My parents certainly raised me in faith, but it wasn't driven home in the school system. You know, here my kids talk about different scriptures in the Bible, and I think that, to me, has made my children Not just religious kids, but Christian kids. At Sarasota Christian, they pride themselves on small class sizes and individualized attention. Personally, I like that it's a smaller school, so we're able to connect with the teachers. They know us on more of a personal level. The teachers really want you to succeed in their class. They don't just give you the information, but they really want individual students to do well. Learn more at sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. I'm Bill Carl, and you know, for years we've been helping families just like yours with half-price tuition to great Christian schools at ChristianTuitions.com. And for years, parents have asked, is this for real? 
It absolutely is. Here's a recent conversation with Natasha Sherwood, headmaster at Tampa Bay Christian Academy. I literally can remember the first kid who five years ago took up the half-price tuition mm-hmm. discount from you all. The look on that mom's face, she's like, I don't know if I bought into a scam or not. I, this is, you know, and she sat in our office just crying that it wasn't and that yeah. she wasn't able to bring her kid. And you all have helped shape our goals. I mean, when I saw that face, I was like, there are people out there who don't know they can afford it. And we have aggressively tried to meet that need. So thank you because you've helped shape who we try to be. For years, we've made it our goal to help families afford a private Christian school education through ChristianTuitions.com. Great Christian schools are already enrolling for next year. So hurry today to ChristianTuitions.com for half off your first year's tuition at a private Christian school. Choose your child's school today at ChristianTuitions.com. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Thank you for the amazing job you've done in moving my first book forward in the publishing process. Ludie Cotton Darnell's book, Ashley, Alex, and the Mystery Twins, was published with Zulon Press. This is an exciting time for me. Have you got a book for a Christian audience? Want to control the publishing process? Your free publishing guide is at ChristianPublishing.com. I thank the Lord that Zulon Press has made it possible. Visit Zulon Press for your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570-910-FM102.1. Weekday mornings at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffers. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website, ptvtoday.org, ptvtoday.org. Well, I thought we might end the program with something a little lighter. 
Ed Stetzer. Many of you are familiar with the uh, Christian author, blogger Ed Stetzer. On his blog today, he has stuff church people say, the funniest sermon responses. He lists a group of, uh, he solicited responses from a whole bunch of pastors as to some of the funniest things that have been said in response to sermons. And I want to share some of them with you. But first, I I just want to say this to our listeners here in Ohio and our listeners in Florida. Jim Jordan is one of our congressmen. Uh, Jim Jordan is one of the leading candidates to replace Paul Ryan as Speaker of the House of Representatives, one of the most important and powerful political positions in America. Jim Jordan is under a ferocious, fierce attack about things that happened 25 years ago when he was an assistant coach at Ohio State University on the wrestling team. It's national news. Those of you in Florida have seen it. Here in Ohio, it is everywhere. And I just want to say this. Jim Jordan, now we're not best buds. We don't golf every day. But I know Jim Jordan. He is a man of character, integrity, and impeccable honesty. He is. I do not believe a single accusation against Jim Jordan. I am convinced it is a slime, sleaze campaign from the liberal left because they know that if he were to become the Speaker of the House, he would probably become one of the most effective and one of the most conservative Speakers of the House in recent history. Jim Jordan would be an exceptional Speaker of the House. And so I just wanted to go on record For those of my listeners in Ohio, but folks, you in Florida, you're hearing it. It's national news. Jim Jordan did this, and he turned uh, a a deaf ear to uh, sexual abuse accusations when he was a coach. Don't believe a word of it. Uh, Our local media have just been obsessed with, well, this person has said he did it, and this person, and they have almost ignored dozens of, of past teammates, wrestlers, past coaches, past people affiliated with the wrestling program at the Ohio State University, dozens of people who have said, we were there, it didn't happen, Jim Jordan is innocent, don't listen to it. And even our local media here in Ohio has obsessed with the accusers and have almost ignored the defenders. And I think it's disgusting. Anyway, I just wanted to go on record. Uh, You know, hey, could I be wrong? Uh, Of course I could be wrong. But until I see proof, I know the character of Jim Jordan. And I don't believe a single one of the accusations. All right. Here is uh, funniest sermon responses. Jeremiah. Now, these are all pastors who responded to Ed Stetzer's plea. Give me some of the funniest, weirdest, strangest things that you have been told after a sermon. Pastor Clement says, Early in my first pastorate, I had a guy stop me after the service to introduce himself. You know how Paul said he had a thorn in the flesh? 
I nodded. He continued, well, I'm yours. (laughs) Believe it or not, I had a similar situation. Early in my pastorate here in Columbus, Ohio, I had a gentleman come up to me and said, God has brought me here to the church to keep you humble and poor. He was not kidding. He meant it. Uh, a pastor Thatcher, quote, uh, here's, this is what someone said to him after the sermon. I couldn't focus for the entire talk because you were wearing new glasses. Well, how dare a pastor get new glasses? A pastor Slayton relates, someone said, quote, your preaching has gotten worse since your baby was born. It's like you're not as passionate about God as you were before. <laughs> a pastor Spears. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.